In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear children, today is a day that you will never be able to repeat again because this is the day that you are receiving your first Holy Communion. Today is the only time that it's going to be your first, and then just all the sequential numbers after that. But to help to give you an idea of just how special this day is, the concluding lines of what our Lord Jesus Christ says today in the Gospel text helps to expand it. Amen, amen, I say to you, says God, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, but will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. Now, children, to put this to perspective, here's what we got to do. So we're talking about Jesus Christ. We're talking about God in the flesh. And here, he ha what has he done? He's done these amazing miracles. He has fed 5,000 people from a few loaves of bread and fish. He has raised someone from the dead. He has also done miracles to cure many people that were sick and lame. So God, in the person of Jesus Christ, is saying, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. So you're going to multiply bread, going to raise the dead, going to do many, many cures for people who are sick and lame. And then we'll do even greater ones than these. Now this sounds pretty much crazy. Because we don't see people left and right who are going about raising people from the dead, multiplying bread and fish to feed many, many people. We don't see this happening before our eyes. But it has happened. And then something even greater than this has happened too. See, in the saints of the church, there have been saints who themselves have cured many people who are sick and lame. There are, many, there are saints in the church who have actually raised people from the dead. There are saints in the church, indeed, who have done amazing miracles that some people say are arguably more amazing than what Jesus did in the scriptures, according to some. But those still are nothing, nothing compared to what's about to happen today. See, all those miracles, they all affected a temporal reality, something that's happening right here in this world. Those 5,000 people that were fed from a few loaves of fish and bread, Guess what? They got hungry again. Those people that were raised from the dead, in this case with our Lord Jesus Christ, Lazarus, he died again and stayed dead. All those people who were sick that got cured and the like, we don't know this in scriptures, but who knows? They probably got the common cold again. They got sick again, in other words, and the like. My friends, these are all temporal realities. They affect us as we are in this world. What our Lord is indicating, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these. He is preparing the apostles who were at this very moment, because this is the Last Supper, it's the setting for this gospel text. He was telling them, you're going to receive the power of God the Holy Spirit for the sacraments. And the sacraments, while they touch us in this temporal life, they affect us for immortality beyond the grave. You all started with baptism, the first moment that you finally became a child of God. And then, at the same time, God the Holy Spirit dwells within you because your bodies are now temples of the Holy Spirit. You've made progression further to receive first confession so that indeed all sins since the moment you were baptized have now been forgiven. That affects you in the next life. Not just this world, but also the next life. And here we are, about to receive First Holy Communion. 
as you know, because you've been studying it, our Lord's body and blood, soul and divinity, present in the Eucharist, in that circular-shaped host. You're about to receive God in the flesh for the first time. And yes, you receive that in this temporal setting, in this world, in this life right now, but it also projects your mind, your soul, for what is yet to come. Immortality. The immortality of beyond the grave. Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I, Jesus Christ, I am going to the Father. Jesus Christ has ascended to the Father, but he left the power of the sacraments to his apostles, those who were present at this same Last Supper, and their successors, the bishops and the priests in the Catholic Church today through this very moment for you so that you can encounter God so intimately for the first time in Holy Communion. This day, I pray for you all, will resonate very, very deeply in your memory bank so that you can recall it with something of a smile of how much you've been blessed and how much God truly cares for you. He says at the beginning of this gospel, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. So today is that test of faith. The faith of which the Lord, the words that our Lord said at the end of the gospel, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these. Here's where your faith kicks in. As much as your senses are saying that's a piece of bread, you know better. You know it's truly the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know it is not bread any longer. It is indeed God present for you in sacramental form. And lovingly along the journey, Mother Mary is going to be affecting us all today as we crown her for the month of May, dedicated to the, month, dedicated to the Virgin Mary. It's her assisting us all and a little bit more with you all today. That as you receive her very son in Holy Communion, that she will guide you most lovingly because her son is within to deeper intimacy with him in this life and for the life to come. God bless you as you receive your first Holy Communion today and let it be something that just speaks to you deeply because not even your guardian angel has this opportunity, but you do. What a gift and what a treasure for you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.